cobwebs stare the ancient bone. I'm the shadow rippling cobblestone. I'm the stagnant swamp, the black lagoon. I'm the branches scratching at the moon. I'm the funeral service, the unknown mourn. I'm the demon cowering in the corner. I'm the sexton spade, the new thrown clay. I'm what's left when they walk away. I'm the ebony coffin. All right, hello everybody. How's it going? We're going to talk about some horror movies on this episode because I've been watching a lot of them and uh, I like to get reviews of horror movies because I've got very specific tastes and um, when you have specific tastes you don't really want to go out and just try every single one you know you want to know what's good you want to know what kind of movies you would like and then try to you know focus on those but for uh, about a week, my wife and I have just uh, watched a horror movie every night. Just uh, whatever's on HBO Max or Netflix, just turn it on, try it. Maybe skip out in 15 minutes if we don't like it, go to the next one, you know. So I'm just going to go through. First of all, I want to tell you what I think of as a great horror movie. And it's not jump scares. I hate jump scares not only because they get me, and I think they send my heart rate through the roof in a way that normal people don't. But uh, I, I just, they're also cheap, you know, from a, from a philosophical standpoint on horror, they are cheap and they are not as scary as uh, actually scary. They're not scary by definition. That's what I should say. They, they're not scary. They are tricking you into being scared. They are building the music up and building tension. So, you know, something's coming and then you're, you know, you're on the edge of your seat waiting for this thing to pop out, and then it finally does, and it's just, it could be anything. It could be a, it could be a, a small, cute little bunny that would pop out at that point, and you would be scared by it because it just popped out of nowhere, you know. So it, it's not actually scary. So my idea, I think the perfect horror movie is Hereditary. Hereditary has maybe one or two moments you could argue are jump scares but they're they're not really i mean that nothing's popping out just something shocking happens and um you know they're not it's not the typical movie you know it's it's very tense very um cerebral very uh you know it's a uh, con it's conceptual you know it's it's the idea of what's going on behind the scenes and and kind of what you realize is happening later that is uh the most terrifying part of it i remember the night i saw hereditary it was wild uh devin coxwara and mario Debella and chris jameson and i daryl my friend daryl few few people a couple of you are patreon supporters if you're wondering why i'm listing all these people um <laughs> I know the average person listening is like, I don't know any of these people. Who, who are you talking about? Well, um, Devin and Chris are our Patreon supporters, and they were there that night, and um, it it changed my life, man. I was not okay for a day or two. Like I remember, I was leaving. If I'm not going to spoil anything in Hereditary, 
But uh, if you've seen it, you know that, that it involves leaving the house in the morning. A character leaves the house in the morning and sees something horrific outside. And uh, I was thinking about that the next morning when I left for work. And just as I shut the door and lock it behind me, a pigeon flies out of nowhere right past my head. And uh, I was so freaked out. I, ju- I, yeah, it was, it was unlike anything that I've ever been through. So um, Chris Jameson told me that uh, I remember his wife was out of town that night and I, he told me that he went to a bar that we all used to go to uh, called the Blind Pig. He uh, he told me that he had to go there and he, he closed that place down because he was too afraid to go back to his apartment alone, <laughs> which I just thought was like, yep, that's how I felt. That's exactly how I felt. So we were on the same page there. So that's my idea of a perfect horror movie. If you've seen Hereditary, then now you know exactly what my tastes are. So... I'm going to start out with, uh, I think, I'm going to talk about six movies that we've watched recently. Just give you kind of a brief synopsis, like not even probably a synopsis proper, but just sort of what I remember of it, and I'm I'm not going to spoil anything major, and and then I'll just sort of tell you what I liked, what I didn't, and whether I think you should watch it. Uh, I'm going to start with Vivarium which uh, starred Jesse Eisenberg and some chick that I cannot remember the name of. But basically they go to look at an open house and they go out into this kind of maze of the suburbs and the guy showing them the house leaves them there and then they're stuck there and no matter how far away they drive, walk, whatever, they're just trapped in this suburban maze um, and they can never escape. And now the, the parallels are pretty obvious. They're, they're obviously talking about, you know, young couples that move to the suburbs and then just get stuck in, in this rut of uh, living out in the middle of, you know, the suburbs and never getting out, never escaping, never, um, you know, doing anything. I, I don't fully agree with the sentiment of it, but I understand like kind of the philosophy of life that uh, it's coming from. And I will say, um, I finished it just because I wanted to see what was happening. I wouldn't, uh, I, I, if you want to see like a really trippy movie, then then check it out. But not in terms of, of horror. It's more of a sci-fi almost. Um, in terms of horror, I would not rate it very high. And the ending I found to be pretty subpar. So... I would uh, say if you want to see a trippy movie, check it out, but not if you're looking for a horror movie. And uh, and that leads me directly to the next one, which is Green Room, which I felt very similarly about. I remember a few years ago, this was recommended to me by several people based on the fact that I loved Hereditary so much. And it was not that <laughs> there there's no supernatural element to this at all it's really more of a thriller um basically this this really um struggling punk band goes and plays at this venue out in the middle of nowhere to these like white supremacists and so they're already kind of at odds with them cuz they're anti-nazi 
they do uh, they do a cover of Nazi punks fuck off by the dead Kennedys which I thought was great um, so they're already kind of at odds and then they witness something they should not have and they end up being taken prisoner and and barricading themselves away from from these white supremacists and trying to escape that's basically the plot um, so again more of a suspense thriller kind of thing no supernatural no haunting no nothing um good movie in terms of the uh who what's his name captain picard i think i've never really seen star trek the bald guy he does the he does the voice of avery bullock on uh american dad and i cannot remember patrick stewart (laughs) i can remember all of his characters names before his name patrick stewart is in it which uh he's very out of place in that movie but you know it's fine uh alia shockett's in it too if you're an arrested development fan um it's a very good movie it's just uh i would not market it as a horror movie because it was disappointing in that regard so in terms of horror also going to rank this one pretty low along with vivarium but uh, if you're into like a good suspense movie, then that's pretty good. Um, next up, I'm going to talk about The Night House. Um, the Night House, I think I'm, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm accidentally going in order of how much I liked them. So I'm just going to keep doing that. Uh, the Night House was good. Good horror movie, supernatural, ghost kind of thriller. Um this woman's husband dies and she's living in the house that he built alone after he died and she is being haunted. That's basically, uh, you know what? I'll tell you, I I know this from the trailer, so I don't think this is a huge spoiler. She finds out that he was stalking a bunch of women who looked exactly like her, like not, not identical twins, but like pretty similar looking girls. And, uh, that sort of, sends her down like investigating a mystery that kind of ends um very satisfying uh conclusion to me the ending was a little um kind of ends in the middle of stuff it it doesn't really resolve fully but i think the movie tells you everything you need to know to kind of understand what was going on so it's not like a you know, they lived happily ever after kind of ending or like really closing the circle. It does sort of leave the loop open, but um, but very satisfying considering what they reveal in the course of the movie to me. And uh, although I think there were some jump scares, which I was not, you know, crazy about, there's a lot of like building up of tension and then never having a jump scare, kind of like in The Witch. Uh, which like I really like a lot because it gives you that suspense without like the cheap jump scare. So um, I'll recommend The Night House. In terms of horror, I'll rank it pretty high. And uh, in terms of like satisfying story and good good acting and everything, yeah, I mean, there's really nothing bad I can say about it. Um, you you kind of need to pay attention to understand the explanation of what's going on. That's what I would say. So if you're if you're able to focus on a movie, then check that out. Three more here. Let's talk about Barbarian. Um, I don't know if Barbarian is new or not. I just recently heard a bunch of people talking about it after I watched it on a on a podcast. So it might be kind of new, and I I didn't realize, but um, I don't even remember. Uh, all the 
stars Justin Long, I think is his name. He was on New Girl, a couple of those like teen movies in the early 2000s. Anyways, he's not the main character, but he's in it. And, uh, oh, and uh, you know who else is in it is um, Pennywise, Bill Skarsgård. He's in it. Um, Very interesting flick. Wherever you think it's going, it's not going there. You know, just like keep in mind that every expectation you have throughout the whole experience is going to be subverted in one way or the other. And uh, again, they, they explain things, but not like they don't break out the chalkboard and like really sketch everything out and tell you exactly what's going on. But they definitely give you everything you need to know to understand it. So I really like that. In terms of horror, um, I don't think the ending is very satisfying as far as like what turns out to be going on. Um, but it is pretty scary um, pretty spooky. So it's a very fun ride. The ending is a little drawn out and, you know, so maybe the last like 10 minutes is a little bleh, whatever, but, um, really fun ride the whole time up until then. So I would say, um, I rate it pretty highly. I might even, I might say the night house is better actually, but, um, I liked barbarian a lot. So, um, next up is nope. And now nope is obviously Jordan Peele's newest movie and uh obviously it got a lot of attention because jordan peele is very popular and universally beloved and here's what i'm gonna say every single one of his movies is better than the last that's that's what i would say um nope is his i mean i'm only aware of three of his movies so if he's done more forgive me because i'm not aware of them but um it was get out and then us and then nope and i'm gonna say that like compared to nope get out is a terrible movie (laughs) like like us was a lot better than get out and nope is a lot better than us um he's just getting better i don't know if he writes and directs i think he does uh he he both writes and directs his movies and and it shows that um there's a singular vision over it all and man he's just really good um so yeah i appreciate his his writing and his movies a lot um basically they they run a horse like they raise horses and use them in movies so it's like i guess a ranch you would yeah i guess it was a ranch for horses but um they're specifically for movies so they're kind of they're um you know like a a drive from hollywood but they're out in the desert like you know secluded and basically um it's an alien invasion and so there's a couple, it's not very scary. So like, um, a coworker was telling me that her kids wanted to see it. And I was like, you know, it's a horror movie, but your kids can probably handle it. Like, it's not that, you know, scary. It's, it's got comic relief and, and things in it. But, uh, there are a couple of really good spooky moments and, um, the ending is pretty satisfying as well. I wouldn't say, you know, it, it resolves exactly as you think it's going to or, or want it to, but I think it has a pretty conclusive ending. The reason I keep focusing on that is because I'm finding a lot of movies today love to end in the middle of everything with no explanation as if that's like high art. Like I think uh, First Reformed is probably like the greatest example of that. Uh, probably the shittiest movie I've ever seen in my life. It was fine. Like it was enjoyable, but it meant nothing. And it, 
amounted to nothing and it just kind of ended like there was no real story to it you know so um i'm not a huge fan of those kinds of movies so for me a satisfying ending is going to be huge in um determining whether a movie was good so that's why i keep bringing up like whether it has a satisfying ending um yeah good movie can't say much more without spoiling stuff but um Glenn from Walking Dead's in it, and he has a really good character, and uh, I like it a lot. And last up is Smile, which I think is probably the greatest horror movie that I've seen since Hereditary. Um, and if you know me, you know that's that means a lot, because Hereditary is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, Smile, basically, this woman is a therapist, and a patient kills themselves in front of her, and then she becomes haunted by this thing that takes the form of someone you know and has this like very creepy smile. I can't say anything more without spoiling it. Even that's probably more than the trailer will tell you, but I don't think like that that's not going to ruin anything for you. Like you learn all of that within probably the first 10 minutes of the movie. Um and there's a lot more I haven't told you. And I will say uh Ending wise, like, you know, pretty, pretty satisfying ending. It's very clear what's going on. There's a clear explanation to the plot and um, great acting, great all that. I mean, and a couple of twists that just, yeah, this, this was another one where it didn't freak me out as bad as Hereditary, but for a couple hours after I watched it, I did that thing where (laughs) I did that thing where like you, you go into a new room very cautiously just in case, you know, like, you know, there's nothing in there, but you know, what if there was, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I'm, I, I would give that, I mean, if I'm not going to give smile a 10, I don't know what I would give a 10, you know, I would give hereditary a 10. I'd give the departed a 10. So maybe I'll give smile a nine, but in terms of horror, like you can't do much better than this movie. So I'm going to say that's my ultimate pick. So, yeah, I, uh, I just figured since I've, I've spent so much time on horror movies, I might as well, uh, you know, bring that to you, give you guys some vital info if you're looking for recommendations or what you should check out. Um, I would probably say check out The Night House, Barbarian, Nope, and Smile, and uh, Green Room and Vivarium can uh, screw off, as far as I'm concerned. But uh, n- none of them were bad movies. Just in terms of like a good horror movie, those are the four that you're looking for. So, all right. Hopefully, I'll keep watching and uh, have more to report to you soon. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk to you next week. I can see you too close, your mental pressure is up, so I